Welcome to the Root Cause Revolution podcast with functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner, Audrey Christie. Hey friends, today we're jumping on invisible illness. I recently had a question about what do I do when the doctor says I'm fine, but I know I'm not. And I'm really going to have to reel myself in for this one because I can sometimes get on my soapbox and not at all at the victim of this, but just kind of at the broken system that we are dealing with right now, especially around invisible illness. And what this phenomenon is often referred to is um, it, it refers to an illness that isn't visible to the naked eye or maybe even a disability that you can't necessarily see. And even though they're invisible, they are very real. They're very common, much more common than you might think. And so often invisible illness is judged, misunderstood and overlooked by your peers and practitioners and the like. So in today's episode, you'll learn what is an invisible illness and what do you do when your healthcare practitioner tells you that there's nothing wrong. Welcome. If this is your first time listening, I'm Audrey Christie. I'm a functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner, and I help women start their very own autoimmune revolution. An autoimmune revolution helps you to stop chasing symptoms and become the healer in your own human suit and sometimes even your home so you can fully recover and achieve wellness. Before we dive in, one last invite to you to jump on the Autoimmune Revolution waitlist. I'll be opening up a second registration round very soon, and the waitlist gets first dibs on very limited slots, and there are lots of other perks. So if you're interested in kind of DIYing your own revolution, but still have my support and the support of a small community, this is your chance to get on the list at audreychristie.com forward slash autoimmune revolution. Now, like I said, I can kind of get on a soapbox about this. I'm going to try to stay real chill down and not go off on too many tangents and deliver this information for you without digressing too much. But there is so much to say about invisible illnesses and all of the care or lack of care around them. Now, normally I would share a story about one of my clients and a practitioner or or myself and they had kind of the issues that they had or even an issue that they had with a family member around their invisible illness. Interestingly, I discussed this with clients in their very first appointments. I want to know two things. Who will be your biggest cheerleader on this journey and who will be your biggest critic? It's such an important topic to discuss and understand. It's important to understand for me to understand your support system or even lack of support system when it comes to designing your personal healing plan, because it can tell me where your areas of struggle are going to lie. So today we're going to focus primarily on interactions with practitioners and I'm going to pick on docs a little bit here, but just know that I've seen it everywhere. It's, it's pervasive. It's in the holistic world as well. And it's a big problem. It's a problem. Anytime another human's experience is dismissed. Usually And this format, it's code for, I don't know what's wrong or how to fix it, right? But it happens way too often, and there are way too many stories to share. I will say this, though, just about every person that I speak to, every client, but also the people that reach out to me on social media, in my private group, The Wellness Circle, have been through some form of this. And even I have some personal stories to share with the same issue. For me, my first experience, I was actually in the fifth grade, and it took almost a full calendar year for someone to listen. I was in and out of children's hospitals for that entire year. I didn't go to school for that entire year, and I still remember the doctors pulling my parents aside and asking for things like psych consults, or was I being abused? Because, and I'm going to just say how I felt at the time, they just weren't smart enough to figure out what was going on with me. And I know that's not the nice way to say it. I should say that maybe medicine wasn't advanced far enough, or maybe those doctors didn't know better, and maybe now they do. And that 
that's probably closer to the truth. But my honest perspective at that time and for a long time was that they just weren't smart enough or they weren't willing to see beyond their limited belief. Um, that was the first time I experienced this phenomenon, but not the last. Um, and the bright side of that is that I also remember my parents sticking up for me, advocating for my care. I remember the um, very stern and direct letter my dad wrote to one physician in particular at that children's hospital. But and, and I'll just complete that little circle real, real quick, that little trip back in time. Um, eventually, at the end of that year, my parents were finally referred to an immunologist that was able to tell me what had happened what was going on and how to prevent it in the future. Uh, it was a, he was a brilliant physician and he uh, passed away about 15 years ago. Um, but I do remember him as kind of a, a shining light, if you will, at the end of what felt like a very dark tunnel. So some of you may be wondering what is an invisible illness, especially if you categorize yourself as something else, right? Like maybe you have an autoimmune condition, some other type of chronic illness, or maybe you don't have an official label and that's okay too. We'll talk about not have an official label next week, but maybe you're thinking, Audrey, my illness isn't invisible. I have psoriasis or rheumatoid arthritis with visible deformity. And while it can be true that your illness, your chronic issue might be visible, um, it can, you have to understand, and you probably already know this, it can affect you even when you can't see the issue. And so if you just take psoriasis, for example, how many times is it truly visible between clothing and cover-ups like makeup? How many times does it affect your energy levels, even if you don't have uh, a visible flare happening. And I won't harp on all of this too long here, but the definition of invisible illness is simple enough. It's an umbrella term for any medical condition that isn't easily visible to others. And so this can include chronic physical conditions, autoimmune diseases, arthritis, diabetes, any kind of pain, fibromyalgia, but it also covers mental illnesses and other neurodiversity like ADHD and autism. So if you're listening to this episode to benefit a member of your family, I want you to know something that you might not know. Life with an invisible illness can be very isolating for a lot of different reasons. And if you have an invisible illness, you know this isolation already because, you know, it's part of your daily life. Invisible illness sufferers are conquerors and fighters and survivors all at the same time every single day. And it's part of my determination to share with you, to teach you and to empower you how you can move from this point and heal your body so you can stop fighting and actually thrive. So when you're explaining invisible illness, illnesses to others, it can be kind of labor intensive, especially if you're explaining your own illness to those around you, be it strangers, family members, friends. And to be honest, you don't particularly owe an explanation to anyone. But I hear a lot that the, the social pressure to explain is real. And so you feel like you have to. And when you do, be prepared. You probably already know this, but there are people who don't or won't believe in your condition because you aren't visibly showing it because you're not distressed enough. Um, and sometimes it's just met with like this wide eyed expression or awkward silence or the ever polite. Oh yeah. I think my aunt has that. <laughs> I tell people frequently that it's not really anyone else's business, what you experience with your autoimmune disease or your condition or your invisible illness. Um, but I can understand the pain and anger that it causes when people say your conditions, your symptoms, your diagnosis, or your experience particularly isn't real. Now, when this happens with a lay person, it of course gets under your skin. It can be hard to brush off. But what is worse is when you go to a professional, and I mean any professional seeking help, and you are then brushed off. I've had the question too many times to count, how do you get your doctor to believe you? 
And again, I'm picking on docs here, but you can insert any practitioner in there as well. And if I hadn't experienced it myself and also talked to, at this point, probably thousands of women who have experienced it, I might be shocked. But the truth is it's not an old pattern problem or pattern. It's not a new problem. It's an ongoing and a now problem. The simple answer here is if your doctor doesn't believe you the first time, that's a sign that you don't belong there. It's a sign that you must get to work finding someone to believe you. You have to open your mind and your eyes to new ways and new possibilities of healing. And I don't care. Honestly, this goes for invisible illness or visible symptoms. There are some things that your doctor just should never tell you. And the first one is your symptoms are in your head. The second one is your issues aren't real because they can't prove it with blood work. The third one is that you're incapable of fully, fully, not fully, fully healing, or that your diagnosis is not healable or curable. You can insert any preferred term there. And then the last one is that you must wait for a diagnosis to begin the work of healing. And I'll even add to this list that your practitioner should never tell you, just take this pill, take this treatment forever without an exit strategy, or at least taking the time to really work through all of the options and risks for you. And if you're on something long-term, if the answer does end up being you need to take this medication long-term for your condition, then it's really important that your practitioner reevaluate you at least twice per year. And that goes for medications and supplements. You shouldn't just be taking something blindly forever. So I encourage you to stop and take action. I also want you to know, kind of back to that diagnosis thing, that a diagnosis is just a label. It really doesn't do anything for your healing benefit. A diagnosis doesn't describe the root cause. Um, It really is just a label for the collection of symptoms. And so there are practitioners out there, myself included, that can help. Um, I've helped Again, at this point, thousands of women in my one-on-one practice, my group programs, and even with just the free stuff I do in my groups and on this podcast. Um, And I personally have never once diagnosed a person with anything. I say this every single episode, chronic disease, autoimmune disease, invisible illness is capable of being, being healed. You can achieve wellness, and it is possible, even in the most seemingly impossible situations. So if you have more questions about invisible illness, how to work with a practitioner, be it conventional, functional, holistic, et cetera, I would love to have you join us in the Wellness Circle. It's my free community to help women pursuing holistic wellness, body, mind, and spirit, and discussions around, of course, the Autoimmune Revolution podcast. I even throw in some free office hours on Friday to get your private questions answered. Remember, chronic disease is preventable and autoimmune disease is capable of being healed or at least put into remission. And here's your official permission slip, friends. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. You deserve to feel good and you can. You can get the direct link to come hang out in the wellness circle at audreychristie.com forward slash Facebook. When you join the Wellness Circle, you'll also get my free Kickstart Your Autoimmune Revolution guide. It has five steps to get you started on your very own autoimmune revolution, and it's newly updated to contain a really safe and general approach to the first phase of healing that I use with a lot of my clients working on energy and drainage. One last invite for you to jump on that autoimmune revolution waitlist if you're in, interested in kind of DIYing things. Um, I'll be opening up registration very, very soon. And this is your last chance to get on the list, get all the perks, and have first dibs at audreychristie.com forward slash autoimmune revolution. To wrap this up, living with an, an invisible illness, an autoimmune disease, a chronic illness, is isolating and frustrating. But I hope through this episode, you've learned some things. You've gotten permission that you don't owe anyone an explanation. And you've gotten permission that your practitioner 
should never uh, dismiss you or you must, must, must find a new one. If you want to learn more about me, how to implement these things in your life to feel better or simple, practical and sustainable ways for wellness, head over to AudreyChristie.com. There's tons of free downloads, online courses, programs, lots of other resources to help you create your own health and wellness revolution. Just remember, friends, I'm always rooting for you and I'm so grateful for you listening. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Root Cause Revolution podcast. Be sure and subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. Ratings and reviews are always appreciated.